Hi, this is Jonah Trebowasa. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People applying Rotary's motto of service above self. And today my very special guest is Rotarian Susan Roth of Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation. Susan Roth, good morning and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. So, what is Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation? I'm a a planning and... uh, um historic preservation firm. I do community planning, like an urban planner, consulting planning, things like that. And do you do this for the government, or are you a private consultant? I'm a private consultant. And why is planning important? Planning is very important because it's the basis of what our communities have for uh, future programs. And um, and it's important for land use and, and a host of other things. If we don't have plans, we don't even have the ability to create a zoning code. And or any of those other programs that help support and enhance the community. You know, there's an old saying that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Has that uh, been your experience? Well, yeah, I guess, uh, you know what, that's a tagline from somebody else's uh, <laughs> <laughs> somebody else's firm. And, and you know what, it's really funny because I've heard that several times. <laughs> and well, actually, I, that, I, that, that came to me from my Boy Scout training, which tell the boys if you... Fail to plan, you plan to fail, so well, plan out your camping, boys. they must have borrowed it from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rotarian Susan Roth of uh, Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation. Uh, you know, years ago, every big city, every big firm had planning departments uh, that would look 25, 50 years ahead. And then when times got tight financially, the, one of the first things to go were planning departments, and they failed to plan, so they planned to fail. Has that been your experience? Well, I think that what it was is um, a lot of the, the functions that the that could be accomplished through uh, professional planners were outsourced because it was less expensive for the communities. And, and, there, and with certain, you know, governments, you know, the changing hands of, uh, of different government individuals, you know, whether it's Democratic or Republican or Republican or Democratic, independent or different people in the community, mm-hmm. a lot of their platforms are run on basically it's planning issues. And I think that from their perspective, it was just something that they could cut out and they could outsource. And um, planning um, philosophy has really changed over the years. And in what way? I, well, uh, for example, in the 1970s, um, Planning philosophies, philosophy kind of centered around um, urban renewal. And if you can remember all the re- urban renewal, all the buildings that sure. lighted buildings that went down in the 1970s, well, in the 1980s and the 90s, there's been a kind of a, a 180 degree turn on ur- urban renewal and back to historic preservation because urban renewal begot an awareness of the resources that we were losing through the communities. And one of the reasons why the the Historic Preservation Act was, uh, began, created so much momentum in our, um, in our communities and, and interest in historic preservation happened is because communities were uh, being destroyed without regard to their historic value, and people were losing their sense of place. Well, I remember uh, years ago when they wanted to knock down Grand Central Station and um, yes. build a, a, a office tower, and, and people scream blue murder. And that was, I think, the first big uh, historic preservation case that was won by the historic preservationists. Where has it gone from there, Susan Roth? Well, I think that where it's gone from there is um, 
there is an awareness and and it's there's a there's a validity in the preservation of community character and i think that um it's even even more so in communities now when there's the troubled times uh with economies a lot of these historic preservation is a way to be able to um lift these troubled economies out of their their dire straits or whatever they are and it, turning your back on your history in order to be able to just build something quick and economically viable with the numbers on the pages or whatever is is a mistake because those communities that maintain their community character and maintain a sense of place are the ones that are winners in the long run. How does a building or a neighborhood or a place qualify to be uh, a historic preservation site? Now, for example, they have a bronze plaque outside here uh, at the beautiful Pall Mall Studios that say Radio Rotary is recorded here with a little date. No, I'm only kidding. But uh, <laughs> how do you decide to pr- what building deserves to be preserved and which ones can be uh, set aside for something new? Well, it depends on whose standards that you're talking about. If you're talking about the National Register of Historic Places standards, um, those standards uh, require that the building be about 50 years old. There's been ex- some extens- exceptions, and I have personally listed those exemptions mm-hmm. but uh and it also has to have some sort of a documented document documented uh what's the word i'm looking for documented um historical historical yeah. value that you can that you can put it in context it's kind of like um you know taking a building in the downtown and putting it in context with in relevance to the history that's happened in the community for example railroad stations we're really mm-hmm. big on the transportation history of almost every community. And most railroad stations, if they're substantially intact, they're eligible for the National Register of Historic Places. And they're often rehabilitated through funding through the National Trust for Historic Places or through um, transportation grants or something like that for the benefit of the community. Um, but there are also local programs that define history I, and i and i'm a real advocate of the rights of local history making in communities because n- the the national register of historic places although it's very good and it's really added to a lot of programs i think that the programs that mean the most are the ones that the community has started and deemed you know decided what is important for example a very good example of the type of thing that will in history be very important to many communities is a lot of the 911 memorials that went mm-hmm. up in their communities yeah. in the state of new york right those of course are only four to five years old so technically speaking they're monuments and they're not really important they're not they don't really meet the strict criteria of the national register of historic places or the state register for that matter but they're very important to communities, and they define that community and what they care about. So do a lot of churches what are not eligible for the National Register of Historic Places. So it's very important that the community get involved in the evolution of their own history. Well, Rotarian Susan Roth of uh, Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation, let me play devil's advocate for a second. You talked about rights. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a property owner, and I've got what I think is a ratty old building, but you think it's got historic significance, and I want to knock it down and build the, the, the latest and greatest strip mall. Um, what rights does the private property owner have? I mean, are you going to come in or, or find funding sources to restore the building, to compensate this person? How do, how do those factors fit in? 
okay, le- okay, so I'm I'm dealing with this property owner. I'm right. trying to convince him um, to not destroy his building. For one thing, I just want to make it absolutely clear: if you list your property on the National Register of Historic Places, you have no. There's no diminishing of any property rights. You can list it today and knock it down tomorrow. Is that right? Yes. The most important thing that the National Register of Historic Places provides is a permanent record of the history of that building and the historic context of that building. So the community can build upon that. So if it has to go, it has to go. And I've I've had to do several surveys, of, unfortunately, of buildings that just had to go. For mm-hmm. some reason or another. Um, however, let's say that you happen to own the most important influential building in in your particular community. It's where the community started or something like that. The way that the community would be able to affect your um, your your building, right? And maybe force you to um, keep the building up. It's not so much, I would say force is even too strong of a word. It's more like... Um, convince? Convince, yes. Convince <laughs> is a much better word. All right. Is, you know, they show up at public hearings and they tell you how important it is to them. And, you know, with most communities, that's usually enough. Um, but formally, what they could do is they, they enact a local landmarking law and mm-hmm. they f- decide ahead of time what is important uh, to them as a community and to their history. And... They make documents that say this building, this building, this monument, this this uh, graveyard. These are all important aspects of our communities, and we wish to preserve them. Well, Susan Roth of Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation. How did you get first interested in this? What what background did you bring into this uh, fascinating area? Oh well, you know, I started out in um, art history, and one of the things that I did just right after I graduated from art history is I I started my um, um, uh, masters in regional city planning, and I was in a group of uh, people that surveyed a lot of Oklahoma, and and it was I guess it was just through standing in front of those buildings and documenting those buildings and creating context for those buildings. Of course, you know I love history, and I love the history of churches and of building structures and and bit different building techniques. All of it just is just a real passion of mine. And we'll hear more about that passion in just a little bit, but let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. My name's Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host, lovely Sarah O'Connell, is off this week, but we're very privileged to have Rotarian Susan Roth of Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation as our special guest. And Radio Rotary is made possible by Rotary District 7210 and the Rotary Clubs of Kingston Sunrise, LaGrange, Millbrook, New Paltz, Newburgh, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, my home Club of Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. 
Southern Ulster Rotary Club will be holding its annual Lieutenant Mark Dooley 5K Race of Honor at the Platical Firehouse on March 28th at 8.30 a.m. A $20 entry fee with a discount for pre-registration includes breakfast and a t-shirt. For more information, visit southernulsterrotary.org or contact Bob Earl at 883-5563. That's southernulsterrotary.org or 883-5563. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to help us help those whose homes were destroyed in the Haitian earthquake. Rotary Shelter Box includes a tent, water purification, and cooking supplies for 10 people. Go to shelterboxusa.org for more information and to donate. That's shelterboxusa.org. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. My name is Jonah Trebowasser, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is away this week, but my very special co-host, uh, a very special guest, I should say, here on Radio Rotary is Rotarian Susan Roth of Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation. We're talking about uh, the need for planning and historic preservation, uh, but Susan, you are a Rotarian. Of what club? Uh, the Chester Sunrise Rotary Club. We've been, we're newly chartered. Wow, that's great. And uh, what made you decide to become a Rotarian? Well, I wanted to become a... I, I heard about Rotarians uh, a long time ago, and um, I, I want I was looking to join a rot- Rotary club locally um, because of some of the network possibilities, and uh, and so I met a Rotarian at a um, Orange County Citizens Foundation function, which is a, a, a local function, and he invited me up to the rot- Rotary club in New Paltz, and mm-hmm. so I, I, I was trying to promote my business in historic preservation and planning, and so he invited me up there to speak, and so I gave a speech, and, but I liked him. I liked what they did and how they were involved in the community, and I, I decided I wanted to get involved in it, and, and I happened to have a friend who was in Chester, who was also a Rotarian, and invited me to go to that club. And um, and I just loved it. I just joined right away because I was just so, so happy to be part of such a big organization that does so many things for the community. And where does your club meet? And Our when? club, oh, it meets at 7.30 in the morning. That's why we're called Sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. My club in Red Hook's a breakfast club, too. Yeah, it, it's actually, it's it's quite nice, isn't mm-hmm. it? You get there in, in early in the morning, and the first thing you do is you greet a bunch of people who have positive attitudes about helping their communities. Right. And it's such a great way to wake yourself up. And you get out just and get out in plenty of time to get back to the office. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, so seven thirty. What day? On um, Tuesday at Goldberg's Tuesday. Deli in in um, Chester, New York. And I will ask you a question that um, Sarah O'Connell, my co-host, normally asks: How's the food? Excellent. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So if you want to, if you're in the Chester area and you want to uh, meet Sarah Roth, our special guest here on Radio Rotary, and perhaps join the fun of Rotary, it's seven thirty at Goldberg's Deli. Yes. On Tuesdays. Yes, on Tuesdays. All 38,000 listeners can come anytime. <laughs> well, I, I think that Mr. Goldberg, I, I think that the owner would be very happy to, to serve everybody bagels. All right. And uh, if, if you're not in the Chester area and want to join the fun of Rotary and the great service that we uh, enjoy here, uh, helping uh, fellow people, uh, go to rotary.org on your computer, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the Club Locator button, type in your hometown, and you too will be able to find out 
where your local Rotary Club is. Join us for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, depending on what your club has, and uh, join the fun. We're having a great time. Our special guest, Rotarian Susan Roth of Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation, talking about historic planning. And uh, tell us about some of the things you actually worked on. What, what are you working on right now? Oh, right now? Um, I am uh, currently I'm out. I'm the, the acting executive director of the downtown uh, the Sleepy Hollow Downtown Revitalization Corporation. And what's that all about? And it's a um, it's a nonprofit that's aimed towards improving the local business space in the downtown mm-hmm. and doing revitalization projects, including Main Street grants um, and supporting the businesses. We're we're going to have a website soon. It's called uh, Destination Sleepy Hollow. That's aimed at towards promoting Sleepy Hollow, which is really a fabulous community. And um, let's see, we have a calendar coming out and, and just all sorts of fun things that we're doing to try to um, reconnect the, the business people with the, with the general community. That sounds great. And what else have you done, Susan Roth, in, in the area of either historic preservation or helping people and communities plan out their future? Well, um, I, also, um, I also help, I've also been active helping the McGarris Inn in Monroe uh, with the uh, with fundraising and reconnecting them with the community because it's my strong belief that um, uh, that connection is very important for any historic society. What, what or is any. the McGarris Inn? McGarris Inn is, um, it's, it, a lot of people know it as a Masonic Lodge in mm-hmm. Monroe, New York, but right. it's a, um, McGarris Inn was a stop along the stagecoach in Monroe. If you, if the Orange Turnpike and I don't know exactly how it ran right. all the way up to Albany, but it was it ran from New York to Albany, and that was one of the stops. And so that building was built in like, um, actually, it was created in about a little bit before the 1800s because actually it's two buildings that were pushed together and made into one. And when you go inside of it, it's really exciting. You can see the out exterior windows mm-hmm. inside the building. And um, John McGarrah ran that in, and it was just a stop on the stagecoach road so it's in the older part of monroe which is built some somewhere around the um the the late 1700s to the early 1800s and it's like the part that was not that didn't get um ruined by the fire because there was a big fireman right and it's just part of that community and and when you're finished helping to preserve this is it going to be an inn again have hosts or it's going to be a museum uh, well, the, what I think they're working towards is becoming part of the broader community, doing things to serve the broader community, like maybe in the future a community garden because they have a big lot. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they want to preserve history in that immediate area, support and preserve history in that immediate area. So I don't think it's something that I'm going to be ever in because what they want to do now is they want to uh, – they've invited me to – they invited me to all the board meetings. So uh, – and they've already made me a member, so. Right. <laughs> and then on the horizon, I think that there may be a few grants that I that I'm going to probably put together, but, uh, but and some planning activities that I do as well because I am a community planner. Now let's say there's somebody out there who uh, says, "Boy, I, I think we can use Susan Roth's help uh, in in planning uh, things for our local community." How do people? Uh, can, how can they get in touch with you? Well, you can go to my website, Hudson uh, Valley is? Planning. Dot com, www.hudsonvalleyplanning.com, or you could give me a call on my phone, 845-893-0134. Give us the phone number again. 
845-893-0134. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we will repeat that before the end of the broadcast. Now, uh, Rotarian Susan Roth of Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation. Um, if there are people out there, maybe town councilmen, village mayors who might be listening, and you had to convince them why planning and historic preservation is important. What's the number one reason you think it's important? The number one reason it is important, to me anyway, is um, that connection with history is, and community involves the buildings and the built environment. And if you lose that connection, um, it is harder for you to be able to climb that hill to community success than it is if you just maintain it. And a very good example of this is Warwick, New York. Everybody always raves about Warwick, New York. Warwick has always had a strong economic base, local economic base. They've always supported it. They've had two newspapers continuously for um, since since I don't know since the early 1900s, mm-hmm. and they've. They've had downturns in the economy, and they've had upswings. But all in all, things have been very good there. And if you go to that community, you can see evidence of the the shop owners and the community preserving what they have and living with what they have. Goshen is another excellent example as well. Um, and Beacon, even downtown Beacon, has just started to get this. A lot of their economic revitalization is based on historic preservation. Well, one of the great economic engines here in the Hudson Valley, where our Hudson Valley talk radio signal carries right from uh, the northern part of the Hudson Valley, right down south, uh, over uh, eight or nine counties, is tourism. How does that uh, connect in with uh, historic preservation and planning? Well, it does, because there is a lot of local tourism. And, you know, even in the area that I live, there's, there are people, local people that zoom all over the, the county, uh, picking vegetables or fruits from the the local farmers and then visiting the other local villages and, and having lunch and things like that. So local tourism is very, very important. Um, I would say that, but that's like just about 25% of what the community, the benefit of preserving your community core is mm-hmm. all about. The other 75% is just supporting that community itself. You know, every time the shop owner, you know, has the ability to be able to hire one of your children to be able to work there part time in the afternoon, and that child spends his money at the pizza deli that's right down the street and owned by another local guy, that money stays in your in your right. local economy, right. and it and it multiplies and it moves around, and you don't it, people, I guess, just don't understand and appreciate how important that is. Well, in the minute or two we have left, uh, Susan Roth, again, give your contact information, please, for people who are ready to write it down. Okay. My, my name is Susan Roth, and I'm the principal of Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation. And your phone number? My phone number is 845-893-0134. And your website? www.hudsonvalleyplanning.com. And are there any uh, events coming up with uh, your Rotary Club you'd like to p- invite people to or something you'd like to brag about about your Rotary Club? We've got just about a minute. They're just a great bunch of folks. Join Come Rotary. join us. <laughs> join Rotary at Rotary.org. Well, Susan Roth of Hudson Valley Planning and Preservation, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. It's been a great pleasure having you here today. It's been a pleasure being here. 
and Radio Rotary is made possible by Rotary District 7210 and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Blooming Grove, Washingtonville, Carmel, Chestnut Ridge, Congress Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Highland, Hyde Park, and Kingston. So until next Friday morning at 9, this is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in to Radio Rotary and inviting you to stay tuned to more great radio right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Southern Ulster Rotary Club will be holding its annual Lieutenant Mark Dooley 5K Race of Honor at the Platical Firehouse on March 28th at 8.30 a.m. A $20 entry fee with a discount for pre-registration includes breakfast and a t-shirt. For more information, visit southernulsterrotary.org or contact Bob Earl at 883-5563. That's southernulsterrotary.org or 883-5563.